society, culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Renaissance woman, Melissa Itell Duran is our host each and every week. She's the subject of two separate documentaries. She's the author of several books. Uh, she is uh, so many things to so many people. Go to, uh, go to Melissa Vision and go to MelissaItellJoran.com to see the documentaries. Melissa Itellduran, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? Good. How, how is the Republican Party doing as far as a candidate goes? Uh, I know Nikki Haley just showed up. And she said, here I go. I, I don't know. Should we care about that? Or should Trump or DeSantis, uh, who's not yet announced, right? DeSantis is yet to announce. No, uh, not yet. No. Trump is announced. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, should he be concerned about Nikki Haley? I don't think so. Um, he, you know, he's, he hasn't said anything yet. He think he's held back. But uh, I'm sure he's going to bring up the fact that she broke her promise and and decided to run against him. Yeah, you know you yeah you wonder, uh, it, you know like whose whose promises did she promise publicly not to run against Trump? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said I, she would not oppose Trump in 2024. This was she even said that the last day of her her tenure as the UN ambassador. Uh, amazing. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't even thinking of it in terms of that. Uh, how about, uh, is there anyone else who's promised not to run against him? Did Pompeo uh, promise not no. to run against him? Well, if he did, he broke it very fast. <laughs> he couldn't wait to break it, right? I mean, he jumped in there right, right away. And uh, he has a book. He's got a book out. I mean, that's the, that's the you know, that's, that's the... Um, that's the uh, that's that's the that's the uh, the tradition, you know. That's the the the, um, the that's the watershed moment. That that's the uh, transition, if you will. You you you're out of office, or you finish your you're you're no longer on in, on duty. You left your job. In, in Nikki Haley's case, she left after a year as ambassador. She didn't stay too long. I think it was money. She served on on the board of Boeing and. Uh, she held some honorary positions, and with Mike Pompeo, you know, he left. Um, I don't know if he left that soon, but um, he was also very, you know, very supportive of Trump and the, and the administration and foreign policy. And um, he just decided to write a book, and he's been talking. He hasn't said yet. He said, to, "He said I'm thinking about it because I, you know, when you write a book and you're you're out of the White House, you're you know, you just want to send a seat. You're everybody is you know, everybody's thinking about you, and your name comes up. Everybody assumes you're running for president. So I don't know. He's a, he's a, he's stayed a little more loyal to him than Nikki Haley did. Nikki Haley is a shift shaper. You know, I'm not saying she's a reptilian." <laughs> But she's a really good shapeshifter. You know, she changes the, her. She she's a real chameleon. That's the better word than shapeshifter. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're kind of the same thing, especially politically speaking, right? I mean, there's there's similarities there. 
but I think you've uh, you, you brought up some good points here. Again, MelissaItelJoran.com, great place to go as a starting point. Frank McKay here with Melissa. Melissa, um, what what is DeSantis saying? I'm sure they ask him when all these different people come in. Uh, I don't I don't necessarily see like a big uh, response from the media when all of these things uh, when all of these things happen. So I would think when I say from the media, from the media on what DeSantis says. So I imagine he has a uh, he has a benign response to a lot of these things that uh, that happen, such as Nikki Haley coming in. Have you heard anything to the contrary? Uh, about about Nikki Haley or, yeah, or, or about DeSantis's um, response to any of these people coming in? No, no, no. He's above the fray. He says he's working for the people of Florida, and he's busy with the Florida legislature because they're in session now from March, uh, and uh, from now and um, through through March or April, actually. He's just he's busy with that. He doesn't even answer Trump's you know bullying, you know taunting. You know Trump made you know Trump. He's he's like a ten year old kid, yeah. and he. You know, and and he says all kinds of silly things. You know, and he, he first he called him Ron DeSantis, sanctimonious. <laughs> now he's calling him Meathead. <laughs> meathead. Well, I haven't heard meathead. that yet. I don't know. I don't know. He called him Meathead. I mean, this is getting ridiculous. What are we in an elementary school now? Yeah, or either that, or or he's just watching repeats of All in the Family, and it just stuck in his mind. <laughs> you remember Meathead was the son-in-law. But meathead, yeah. wow, mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. He's, uh, you know, yeah. Trump is, uh, yeah. If you said uh, it, that that Trump is is acting uh, like some of uh, Barron's friends, uh, you know, people would say, yeah, Barron's friends say things like that. How old is Barron now? Just a side note here. How old is he? Oh, I think Barron is. What is he? Sixteen. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So he's even past the meathead stage, right? I don't think that. Yeah, you know, that's that's more. You know, when you call call your friends a meathead, yeah, maybe it's 16 years old. Maybe there's a maybe there's a breaking point, but that's usually more 10 year olds and nine year olds mm-hmm. all making fun of their friends and all of that. Well, in my mind, uh, Trump, every time somebody comes in, uh, he feels he's got to attack them because that's what he did last time. Little Marco, uh, lying Ted, right? Was it lying Ted? Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, you know, he had all these nicknames. I don't know, Jeb Bush, I forget what he had there, but uh, Jeb Bush was the least likely to be able to handle a beating from a bully like uh, like uh, President Trump, then uh, Donald Trump. Um, uh, you know, how uh, how does Nikki Haley seem to you? Does she seem like she could stand up to some, uh, some uh, harsh words from her former boss? Well, she, you know, she she fights fire with uh, southern southern gentility, um, but she's said a lot already. You know, she's already she's already alluded to the fact that both Trump and and Biden are over, way over the hill. And then, you know, she called for an, a a competency test for politicians over what is it seventy or something. Oh wow! So um, yes, I mean, so she's really throwing darts there. You know, um, she. Um, she also came under the microscope. Uh, she caught the attention of none other than the the infamous Don Lennon of CNN, who was demoted from his evening show to the morning yep. duty. And he said, well, you know, we could say the same about you, Nikki Haley. Women are not in their prime uh, when they're 51 years old, as she is. Oh, my God. Uh, so, oh, wow. Yes. 
That's what he says. If you Google it, the prime of a woman is in her 20s, 30s, not even 40. I mean, maybe we should give you the same mental competency test, you know. So that's, you know, here you go now with the, you know, the ageism and the gender, uh, the gender um, discrimination. Yes, gender bias, stereotyping. So um, I don't know. I mean, my personal take is, um, she, you know, she had a big. Oh, I got an email for her event for Wednesday, and I don't. But I don't live in South Carolina, so and they wanted you to RSVP. Uh-huh. Will you be there? Nikki has a big announcement, and I, I, you know, I couldn't go. But um, she had a, you know, she had a big rally. She was dressed all in white, and um, she's, you know, her numbers are not good, obviously. And for the longest time, Trump was the lone. Republican out there, but they're going to come. You'll see. They'll drip and drip through drips and drabs. Uh, one of these days, you'll hear that Ted Cruz is running again, and that um, Christy Nome is going to come. She's going to join them later on, and and then the governor of Maryland, uh, Larry Hogan, and uh, he'll be there. Senator, he'll be there. Senator Tim Scott. Uh, oh, you'll have a whole host of them. I'm trying to think of who else. Marco Rubio. I mean, is he going to come back out? He might. He might, he might, he might. You know, he's always there. You know, he's not going to miss a party. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's always there. And and then um, you know, some other names you hear around. You know, nothing. You know, nothing that that that's, that's going to take you out of your house. You know, when you have you know, you, you have uh, other things to do. You know, you know. <laughs> but uh, they're they're going to show up. I mean, I, would you go out of your house for Larry Hogan? I mean, uh, he's a no. nice guy. But, I mean, you're going to line up, you know, for the next five hours to be at his rally? I don't think so. I don't know that Um, I'm going out of my house for any of these folks. Uh, Maybe DeSantis, uh, because I think he's most likely to be the next president, uh, in my uh mind. I think he's, uh, Uh as soon as he announces, I think he would be a a favorite, or at least right Uh neck and neck with Trump and ends up beating out Trump. Mm-hmm. Well, it's he, he hasn't indicated one way or the other, and he's ignoring Trump's little silly digs. He says, you know, I, I don't attack to other Republicans. That's what he said, which is very smart. Yeah, that is smart. You know, he's, he's not. He's smart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see what happens. He has yet to do it, and he's taking his time. He doesn't have to do anything. So he'll, he'll probably be a late entry. And, and you know, the excuse is that the Florida legislature is in session now through April. So he'll take his sweet time if, you know, he hasn't divulged anything, although the rumors are he's been attending fundraisers and he's got, he's raised a lot of money. You know, you don't do that. You know, governors do go to fundraisers, but this is, this is, uh, this is just too, just, just too obvious, I think. And the fact that his wife, yes, he's going, yeah, yeah. He's just, you know, being coy about it. Uh, I'm trying to remember who else might declare. I think we mentioned some big people, you know, some some comp people we would expect. You know, Larry Hogan. Oh, the um, uh, the uh, Sununu is that right? No kidding, John Jr. Yeah. Sununu. Yes, from yes. Wow. Um, and um, yeah, we mentioned Christy Nome. Uh, Tim Scott. He's not uh, Meg Whitman again, right? She's not. No, 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 no. We're talking. You know, these are people younger, people in the news, people who are current, who who are vibrant right now. Yeah. So I don't think so. Um, I think Meg Meg Whitman is. She should stay in. Go stay back in the. Go stay with the CEOs. Yeah, the yeah. Fortune 500. <laughs> but definitely, definitely, Christy Nome is going to do it because she also she's had a book out for them for a long time. 
So, um, yeah, it's going to be a crowded field. It's going to be a real crowded field. Yeah. And then um, uh, I, I don't know if, you know, if, 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 if I, the Wall Street Journal wrote a very scathing uh, um, uh, takedown of, of um, Nikki Haley, saying what is the relevance of her candidacy anyway. I mean, they mentioned the shape-shifting. They didn't say it. Do they yeah, say that? They, Did they say that? Yeah, they said wow. she, she's like a, she changes her tune. She adapts to, you know, whenever it's expedient. You know, I call it shape-shifting. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the funny thing is, she's of the, you know, she spoke about being the daughter of immigrants. Her, her, her description was kind of, I think, a little bizarre. She said, I wasn't black, I wasn't white. I wasn't anything. I didn't belong anywhere. Well, you were a woman of color. You're still a woman of color. I don't know what, you know, what point she was trying to make there. She's trying to make herself look uh, more, uh, you know, less less common. She wasn't like the other immigrant daughters, but she is still a woman of color. Her her um, Indian community in in South Carolina is not entirely behind her. Many of them see right through. Her intentions. They feel she is uh, she is uh, very expedient in, in her way. She does what what best benefits her, and they're worried about uh, social services, uh, the 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 abolition of, of Medicare, Medicaid, which she has she has toyed with, uh, and she's not exactly a hero, a heroine of the of the of the 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 downtrodden, the the struggling. Uh, and her her own her own community uh, is not exactly uh, exuberant about her running. So I don't know if she's, she's not going to have the support. Maybe among people her parents' ages, uh, but not among the younger um, Indian American uh, crowd. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see how that plays. Yeah. I, I don't think Nikki Haley's much of a threat, to be honest with you. I mean, I think. No, I don't. I don't. And it's, most of these people are either, you know, when they declare, except maybe for Ted Cruz, and I'm assuming Marco Rubio is going to come in. You know, what else is he going to do? They, um, they want the job. They think they can get. They can get it. They're, I don't know if they're necessarily looking for a cabinet appointment or a Supreme Court nomination, but or the vice others president. are looking. The vice president. Right. Spot. They're looking. The others, Christy Nome, who hasn't announced yet, but she probably will. Larry Hogan, et cetera, et cetera. They're looking. They they know they know what you know. The odds are are stacked against them. Uh, they're looking for cabinet positions, and also uh, VP. It's a possible good possibility that Nikki Haley could be a VP uh, nominee, running mate. Very good possibility. But we have to see how this all plays out. And whether or not you know Trump, uh, Trump is going to you know um, quietly uh, defer to, to to DeSantis if he does run, and he beats Trump. Trump still has 35 percent of the base. Question is, uh, a lot of people are kind of losing their faith in Trump, you know, based on what you see, you know, the the mounting legal problems and uh, uh, indictments and and charges. And uh, the, you know, the let's face it, you know, his his personality uh, precedes him uh, in a lot of ways, and a lot of and and the and the losses, you know, there were congressional losses, the 2020 election, this whole thing about uh, voter fraud and 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 January 6th and his involvement, and uh, it, it's it, he he carries too much baggage, and 
quite frankly, I don't think the the big donors, the big GOP uh, people, want to go through that again. They they they, they see. DeSantis is another MAGA person, another Make America Great person, in, in a similar mold as DeSantis, but without the baggage. The question is, how will DeSantis stand up to Trump in a debate? We've seen how bombastic Trump can be. Can DeSantis match him with that? He's not known uh, for his great oratory. No, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't have that reputation, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, to me, he seems like to many of the MAGA people, the sane choice, you know, the uh, yeah. the people that are going to support uh, him, uh, Ron DeSantis, uh, are people that uh, would have supported Trump but have been turned off because of the baggage, because of the tweets, because of the uh, the problems. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Melissa Itelljoran.com, great starting point for everything. Uh, Melissa, uh, you you mentioned the mounting legal issues. How are you seeing Trump's legal battles turn out? Could you could you see an indictment come up? I could see a lot coming up with Trump. I mean, he's already knee deep in a lot of things. Not, but he hasn't been personally drawn in. But he still it affects his is his reputation. Right. I mean, it's uh, you know. That's there, but do you think a real indictment is coming down the down the pike? Because if not, then he could turn around and say, "See, it's all BS. You know, they all uh, all nonsense. Nothing. They could. They had nothing." Do you see somebody pulling the trigger on an indictment? I think anything is possible. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, listen, I agree with you. I think the biggest. Uh, I think the biggest issue is, uh, you know, more and more people around him. Um, I, I think a lot of people are tired of the Trump Act. And when I say that, I was going to say I mean it respectfully, but I don't know if, if I do, I, I, but I say it just matter-of-factly. There is uh, basically, uh, you know, basically people that, that would like to just move on and say, let's, let's get beyond this, let's get beyond Trump. And I think those people are lining up behind DeSantis if he, in fact, runs in. But I guess maybe more and more, uh, the more and more people that come in, the Nikki Haley's uh, included, uh, maybe some of them peel votes from uh, from DeSantis. Maybe Trump's better off with 100 people in there, you know, or like it was last time, 16 people in there. Um, how do you see that? Do you think he's better off uh, with a small crowd or a large crowd? Well, I think they're going to, they're going to, um, eventually they're all going to drop out. They're not going to be able to stay too long, and you know, one by one, they're they're going to fall, and then it's just going to come down really to Trump and, and DeSantis. And, and seriously, it's that's what people are going to be tuning in for. They'll see a, a sea of faces on the Republican stage, but they're really going to be zeroed in on DeSantis and Trump when it, when when it happens. Yeah, the pay-per-view event is Trump versus DeSantis. Everything else is just a minor card. You know, it's a, it's the, it's the lower card on a on a boxing match. DeSantis versus Trump is the is the heavyweight fight. Mm-hmm. It should, but I don't think Trump is going to go quietly in the into the night, and I don't think he's going to say, "I want my supporters to throw their, you know, uh, to, you know, to 
my my voters, my base, my my people, whatever. I don't know if he cares about these people, whatever he calls them. Just throw their support behind Ron DeSantis to defeat, you know, the the corrupt Hunter Biden family. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that, that's it. You know, I mean, it's uh, uh, you know, it, that's we're a long way away from that, and we don't know that he would even do that. Uh, is there a possibility? And again, this is a question for another day. This is a big question. Uh, is there a real chance that Trump turns around and says, you know what, I don't need the Republican Party. I could leave the Republican Party and get elected with my people. I know he would like to. I think if he thought he could do it, I think he would do it. I mean, that's where I came in with Trump was uh, it was about him running as an independent. This was before any of this. This is when he was basically a moderate Democrat. Uh, and I was trying to convince him to run as an independent. And I was telling him, look, you don't need 50 percent plus one. You need basically 36 or 37 percent. That's where he is kind of now is maybe it's 35. But if he can get 37 percent, he could win an electoral landslide. If he can get 37 percent right down the line, um, as long as the other two uh, candidates, the Republican and Democrats, split the right way, uh, you know, he, he could actually win as, a, as an independent. Mm-hmm. But he, I think he could he could really make it tough for DeSantis if he does that. Well, yeah, it, it destroys DeSantis uh, if yeah. he does that. I, does the threat of him doing that does that have a uh, an, an effect on on people and how they respond? Uh, you know, like they always say, don't negotiate with a terrorist. And a lot of people would say, well, if this guy is uh, if if this guy is threatening to do that. Then, uh, then he's no friend of ours. He's no friend of the Republican parties. Um, you know, let's vote against him. Or, hey, we can't have Trump doing this. We better get behind him. Let's get DeSantis out, and um, and and, uh, and take it from there. I don't know. I mean, wh- what direction do you think people would lean to right now if they had to make a decision right now? Uh, go with Trump because. Uh, because he's talking about a third-party run or thinking about a third-party run or punish Trump and go against him because he would think about going for a third-party run. Uh, What what do you think people, what do you think the temperature is now on something like that? There are a lot of people who actually say that DeSantis should just wait his turn and not, you know, rock the boat. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who say it's too bad we don't have Trump and we need Trump back. It's amazing how many of them, because of what's happened, you know, in the, the last last two years, but especially in the last uh, this past month with with the Biden administration. Uh, yes, I, we're, we're going to, you know, we're going to have that. I have heard that argument that uh, that DeSantis should wait his turn. And wait one more, you know, have Trump run this time. One and more if he doesn't win. cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, how old is DeSantis? Is he in his 40s? Yeah, he's 44. But, you know, and, and then there are people, you know, even Laura Trump, obviously she's going to, you know, she's going to speak out on the behalf of her father-in-law. Um, say that uh, he should wait, you know, and, 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 and people, other people are saying, though, well, even if, let's say, DeSantis you know, doesn't go ahead and do it. Um, Trump and when Trump wins by miracle, um, he's only going to have one term because he's 78 years old, or he's going to be 78. I don't know how old exactly how old he is yet, but he will be 78 um, in 
20, I believe in 2024. So what is he going to do, run again in his mid-80s, I don't know, um, in, in, in 82? I mean, and, and then leave office at 88? I mean, this is insanity. Yeah. Right. And, and I don't think he, I don't know if he can run another, no, he can't run another term anyway. He'll be a one-termer if he right. gets in. Right. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't logic. have to, it's not consecutive terms on the term limit. Yeah. It's, it's eight years as president, right? Right, right. And they, and people are, you know, again, you have the, you know, okay, we've had enough of these, these over 75 year old, you know, men. It's time to pass the mantle down. And, and yeah, so you've got both arguments. Because I read a lot of comments, I, I hear a lot of things, and people miss him. They feel, oh no, this balloon thing. This F troop balloon thing wouldn't have happened if we had Trump here. We wouldn't be in this predicament where where China's probably threatening us with, with with God only knows what, and then they're not afraid of us and Russia too. And and uh, if we only had Trump, then none of this would have happened. And we need Trump back. Our country's sinking. I mean, I hear this everywhere. Yeah, crazy. It's uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's just a crazy situation. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Melissa Itelljoran.com. Uh, once again, is a great starting point for all things Melissa. Watch the documentaries there or on Melissa Vision on Roku, Amazon Fire. Uh, Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Melissa Itelljoran. Melissa, um, what do you what do you expect to be the next story? After Nikki Haley, to me, Nikki Haley is almost a one-day story or a two-day story, um, and uh, and one is when uh, you know she gets in the race, and the next one is when she gets out of the race. In between that, I don't know that she's much different than um, you know I was going to say Kamala Harris, who became vice vice president, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, you know her or who was uh, who was the other one. Um, that uh, that made some noise, and she ended up getting some media job, right, and things like that. And oh, no. uh, Kelsey Galbert, who just, who right. decimated Kamala Harris, and now she's left the Democratic Party. She's probably a de facto Republican. Yeah, right. So right, she's she's very independent, right? She's a she's got the earmarks uh-huh. of an independent. She's not a pure. Democrat, obviously, she's not a Democrat now, and and, and she's certainly not a pure Republican, but she's going to have all those yeah. ties there. Yeah, she's she's an interesting character, actually, very interesting character. Um, but what's the next, what's the next uh, shoe to drop? Uh, shoe to drop's the wrong wrong way. What's the that that would be? What's the next shoe to drop on Trump or any of these investigations? The uh, the question I have is, what's the next little story that comes in? After Nikki Haley, um, little or big, I mean, uh, what, what do you imagine is coming up next? Uh, more, you know, little announcements here. Uh, is it big splash? DeSantis ain't, is is going nowhere because of what he said, and um, and if we, uh, you know, if we're we're to kind of uh, watch it, we know it's not going to happen until the legislature's out. In Florida, so he's he's got a perfect excuse. He's handling this very well, if you ask me. DeSantis is, and he has time to prep. He has time to debate prep for Trump, and they're going to have somebody stand up there as a stand-in for Trump and beat him up, and say DeSantis, uh, uh you know, meathead, and all of these things, and then figure out a response for every single thing. If, if he's being properly prepped now. Um, all of this time here 
He's raising money, like you mentioned, and he's also mm-hmm. prepping for the, uh, the the beating he's going to get on stage, or at least the attempted beating that that uh, President Trump is going to give him uh, once that happens. Hey, b- by the way, do you know, I, I don't know if we discussed this, but um, I was talking to somebody who's very close to Eric Trump, and they listen to the, <laughs> listen to the show, so uh, it, they, you know, it, it, I'm not saying any names, but somebody very close to Eric Trump, and they say a big thing in there is not to call Biden the president, but to call him the former vice oh. president. That's what they call him as the oh, former vice president. So in Trump circles, um, they'll say, oh, yeah, former vice president Biden. <laughs> so they don't call him president because they, they're saying he didn't win. You know, he didn't legitimately win. Mm-hmm. I see. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Mike Pence will probably um... emerge. Yes, but he's, he's going to go nowhere. He's going to go nowhere. No, that's a joke. You know, as far as the presidency, uh, uh, real presidential run, that's a joke. He's He's got no chance to be president because uh, his natural base would be Trump people, and they hate him. And then uh, and then the other uh, the other people beyond that, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of who he reminds me of. Um, you know, he's a credible – he's not a joke as – as a person or as a candidate, I mean, I think he's a substantial, uh, uh, you know, guy in a sense or whatever. But as far as as being a candidate in this Republican Party, he's dead, right? I mean, the Trump people, you know, think he's a traitor, and uh, and they're, they're not going to go with him. And then other people that don't like Trump are going to connect him to Trump uh, in the first place and say, well, you appeased him for all those uh, all those years and all that time and. And then when it came time, uh, people might even think he's a turncoat uh, that didn't like Trump and uh, and uh, and and maybe were even indifferent. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Pence has has two points in him or four points in him, you know, percentage wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, he also has a book. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. That's 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 a whole different story to get in because there's yeah. a book happening. Same thing with Nikki, Nikki Haley. I don't think it's a bad idea for her to get in, even if she gets crushed. You know, she gets her name out there. Uh, where are you going to get this much press other than running for president? Right, exactly. But, you know, and she's got, you know, she's she's already on the campaign trail, but her, her numbers are low. You know, they're not great. I mean, and it's very early yet, and I, I'll see how much steam she has. Yes, it's, 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 uh, it's a good way to get your name out there. You know, maybe you'll get a cabinet position. Maybe uh, you'll get offered a television, uh, you know, job. Maybe you'll get on Fox or something, if nothing else. Or you'll you'll be asked to be president of a university. Uh, so yes, it gets you out and it gets your message out there, and it gets you uh, noticed. It's a pos- it's a pos- it's a good employment um, network ner- networking tool. Yeah, no, yeah, no doubt about it. It's uh, you know, where else are you going to get that? You know, a little mention in. The New York Times here and there, New York, uh, you know, all the all the papers that are covering it, AP and all the coverage that you get from there. Every time you get a little mention, it's like, oh, what the, uh, you know, what the heck? Why not? Uh, it's right. worth its it weight in gold. It keeps your name relevant. It, it keeps your name relevant. Yes. And I think that's what people eventually thought she was going to do, but she kept saying all along, "Oh no, I won't go." You know, I support President Trump, not. Um, I right. will never go against <laughs> him, not. You know, she, she plays it both ways. Yeah, well, did she have her fingers behind her back and were they crows, uh, you know, crossed? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, she, um, I, you know, I, I wonder if she has some splaining to do 
Um, right? There's, uh, are people going to uh, beat her up about that? The Trump people are going to mm -hmm. for, uh, for sure. But I wonder if mm -hmm. the mainstream media beats up Ma uh, Nikki Haley based on you said oh, you weren't going to do it, and here you go. Yeah. Well, they have. You know, they have. They're going to pull her apart on that. They've, they've also looked at her record. You know, she's changed her positions many times. She is not a friend of Medicare and Medicaid. Um, she, uh, she seems to use each position as a springboard. She, she thinks in her mind because she, she, you know, she did the miraculous in South Carolina and, and when she was 38 and she defeated all these, well, better known opponents and, 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 and made it all the way to the governor's mansion that she can do the same. Her, her claim to fame is she's never lost in an election and she's not going to lose one now and she's betting she can win this one. So, um... But she has holes in her. She's got holes in her wall. Yeah. Oh, there, there's no question about that. There's no question about that. Yeah, Trump, his his problem uh, in attacking uh, Nikki Haley as well is his bad judgment on you. You you uh, you employed her. You put her up. And he probably said some positive mm -hmm. things about her, right? I imagine, in the very mm -hmm. beginning. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Well, you know, he's going he's gonna to come out. You'll see, you know, he hasn't, the daggers will come out. Um, it's like that movie. Um, what is the name of that movie? Um, daggers Out or something. Um, th so the daggers will come out. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, that, that's for sure. Well, it, it's, uh, it, you know, very interesting. Um, it, you know, when they, when they talk about pie in the sky, I, you know, uh, th th that's an expression, but we have more than pie in the sky here. We got balloons. We got spies. We got, we have all kinds of things in uh, in the uh, in the air. None of it's pie, by the way. But I mean, some of it is Chinese, and some of it is uh, whatever. Wh what's going on? And actually, before you say that, I just returned from Europe yesterday, and uh, and we got an announcement on the plane, and we were thinking terrorist attack, uh, because mm -hmm. they said. Um, we were supposed to be coming in from London. I, I ultimately flew in from London into JFK. Well, it was supposed to be JFK. And they uh, they canceled that. And about an hour before, they made an announcement that there was a fire at Terminal 1. That's where we were supposed to be uh, landing. Yes, yes, that's right. Yes, and there was a power, uh, yeah, power, power was down. So anyway, mm -hmm. they, uh, they announced that we'll be landing in Stewart Airport, which is in... Uh, uh, lovely downtown Newburgh, you know, which is uh, 60 miles from um, 60 miles from uh, JFK. Uh, therefore, uh, you know, it's going to be a long wait and, and whatever. Um, I didn't get into very, very late uh, on a three, what was supposed to be a three o'clock landing. Anyway, that uh, that being said, um, when uh, when they made the announcement, we were talking to the flight staff. And uh, and we said, well, what, what when did this you know, wh why did this happen? And they said, well, it's because of a fire, which I don't think was the case. Well, we, we don't know that that was the case. And I said, when did the, the fire happen? And a couple other people asked. And they said seven in the morning. So here it is, you know, almost uh, two o'clock, uh, you know, New York time here. Um, and we said, uh, is it is it a terrorist attack or something like that? And he says, well, we don't know for sure. But he didn't shoot it down right away. He's just a flight attendant, you know, the guy, just a flight attendant. But, uh, but you could tell that that's what they wanted to know, and uh, and it was kind of a late reaction. I wonder if that, if any of this has anything to do 
with uh, with what we're about to talk about here, and it's the uh, the eyes in the sky and and the balloons and Chinese uh, spy technology. Uh, it, we don't, this we don't know. I, I I haven't heard if it was, but um, what's your thought on all the things in the sky, Melissa? Well, and you know, it is, it is kind of uh, unusual, to say the least, that such a major airport like Kennedy's succumbs to something like this and throws everybody's everybody's schedule, you know, to the out the window. You know, imagine you 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 can't get out. You're suddenly you're everything is canceled. The lights go out, and and you're stuck. You can't even fly out, or you're as you were saying, you were flying in, and and you heard about this. Um, you know, the, who I mean. What else would you think? Is this some 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 kind of unusual activity? Is is it random? Is it just an an ordinary, you know, power outage? As you say, I don't know. Did you think that when you heard about this? Did you think that there was uh, that there was something more to it? Melissa, did I lose you? Yep, we might have mo- lost Melissa momentarily. I'm here. I'm oh, here. I'm there you right go. here. Yeah, I lost you for one second. Boy, that's right as we start talking about spy technology and whatever, all of a sudden I lose you. That, that's scary. I thought the uh, Chinese <laughs> came and got you. But uh, did you think when you heard about this outage in, in JFK, did you give it a second thought? Um, I mean, I guess it's par for the course with everything going on. I feel bad if you already. You're you're a, you're, a, you're a traveler waiting there, flying in, and you heard this on while you were waiting to land. Yeah, an hour before we uh, the the captain made an announcement that we're landing in Stewart rather than JFK, and that mm-hmm. uh, and then they gave another announcement saying that that uh, they're going to send buses over to transport whoever needs to be uh, to be there. So. Um, yeah, and then they tell us that it's going to take two to three hours for the buses to come after three o'clock. You know, whatever. And then uh, you know, a long ride afterwards. So everybody was um, deflated at that point. Right when I got there and I got through customs, uh, keep in mind, Stewart Airport wasn't. It's not even open. Uh, today is the grand opening. They were explaining to us the uh, the custom officers that were rushed up there uh, for this. Uh, some people went to U- uh, Newark. And yeah. um, and that makes more sense. But but I was on uh, Joe's Airlines or uh, Johnny's Airlines. You know, I, I forget what it's called, but uh, it's uh, oh, North Atlantic is what we were on. And uh, um, and I guess uh, it was cheaper for them to fly into Stewart than to uh, than to Newark. So uh, you know who the heck knows. But the custom officers had to rush in, and it looked like there were there were visiting dignitaries. Uh, coming in because there was law enforcement all over the place when we landed and everybody was kind of kind of like what the heck is going on here what the hell is this this stuff but anyway uh, yeah I'm just curious and and I haven't really looked into it I haven't thought about it too much because I you know I kind of went to sleep when I when I finally got home and um, and when I woke up I'm catching up with uh, uh, my wife and daughter and uh, and you know everything dogs you know uh, and uh, and everything there and I didn't really think of it was there any talk that this was uh, possibly terrorist activity? I didn't hear anything overtly, uh, but it's you know it's it's just it's it's not it's you know it's not of the ordinary. I think whenever you have a, 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 a problems like that in, in major you know, major arteries, 
uh, transportation arteries, it raises a lot of eyebrows. I mean, I would certainly be very wary. I'd, I would be a little, I, I would be, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd be ner- a little nervous. Yeah, very interesting. I, uh, what about these spy balloons? The first one was landed over, you jokingly said maybe it was, uh, did you say it was maybe uh, it was uh, Glenda the Good Witch? <laughs> and uh, she got I all close. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't say that. Oh. No. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about F Troop. You know, when they yeah, right, right, right. It is balloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is balloon. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about the, the I wasn't thinking about the uh, Wizard of Oz. I just, I don't even, I don't think that very much anymore, but, um, yeah, but I, um, I mean, it's just, are they, are they shooting out all kinds of things now just to, you know, just to show you, you know, see, we're on top of it, and these, these objects are no more than, than, you know, spy, you know, spy uh, tactics, I don't know, I mean, I don't know if, you know, the other thing is, uh, the, one of the generals, uh, I think it was one of the joint chiefs, that he wouldn't rule out an alien, uh, you know, alien uh, vessel. Oh, my God. Did somebody yeah, actually I don't say know. that? I don't know who to believe. He said that. They asked him, and he said he wouldn't rule anything out. So now that's included. So people are saying, oh, my God, we're <laughs> what do they know? I mean, when is disclosure coming? <laughs> well, my, my father-in-law, who's a terrific guy, very intelligent guy, former uh, former um, internal affairs uh, detective, uh, very very bright guy. He's in his eighties, and he's a, a loyal listener to to, uh, to the NSO is his wife and uh, to the Melissa Itell Joran show. And um, oh, and he nice. is big into he is very big into the idea of aliens and whatever. And he responded that some people were saying that this was uh, this is alien activity. That's something going on. There, so yeah, so uh, they, so if uh, uh, again, I'm I'm not laughing at you, uh, uh, my my dear father-in-law, but but I will say this, um, uh, it, you're not alone, and we're not. I I believe you know maybe we're not alone too. I don't know that they're here yet. Uh, I'm sure they're out there, but uh, I, this is news to me. Did somebody from the Joint Chiefs actually suggest it was alien acti- activity? Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. just say that? I said that he didn't. He didn't rule anything out. Now I'm not sure which which general said it. So you know, I don't want. Wow. To, I can't. But it's it's a it's a big it's a big person. It's a big name up there. He's not ruling anything out. And then the then Kirby, the spokesman for the Pentagon, he said, "Oh no, don't be concerned about it. There's nothing alien. Nothing, you know, nothing outer space about it." All right. All right. Yeah, I'll take Kirby's word on it. But uh, that's funny that that slipped out. You know the the folks that are really into the alien and the UFO stuff. You know they're going to use that and say, "See, he caught himself, he whatever." So again, I'm being careful not to be disrespectful because our listeners have different uh, beliefs. By the way, Frank Morano, our our colleague, my colleague and former colleague, I should say, at, at WABC Radio, uh, he does a lot on aliens and UFOs, yes. right? Yes, he does. He's key. Well, he's competing with coast to coast, right? And they've got. They, you know, they established themselves as the premier paranormal station. Yeah, right. That's the uh, that's the syndicated show that uh, that uh, that people love if they're if they're into uh, out of space ideas. Uh, Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Melissa Itell John. Uh, final word, Melissa. What should we be looking at, uh, either in the sky or? In, in in the clouds, which uh, in other words, a Republican <laughs> Party in in uh, in 2023. Um, what what well, what are we going to be talking about next week? You think? 
Uh, maybe Wild more guess. stuff about what, what, what are we shooting down, what, what hasn't been reported. You'll see more and more conspiracy theories abounding on Facebook, on Twitter and all. You know, they already have not, you have a number of them saying that uh, Project, what is it, Blue, um, Project Blue Beam or something, or, or, or I forget the name. It's another one that, that's supposed to divert our attention from what's at hand with this, this fake alien attack so that um i don't know if we'll be able to justify going to war with china and russia (laughs) (laughs) it's all this nonsense all right oh my god and then you wait wait and see week by week or or maybe semi or maybe a couple within a couple of weeks bi-weekly you'll hear more and more uh, about people who are are coming into the uh, who are joining the, the republican primaries who are, going to, who are starting early and i mean it's early now it's only 2023 you'll be hearing very soon other declarations don't wait uh don't um don't expect DeSantis to say anything for a while but he will towards you know the latter part of 2023 that's what they're all saying yep. and then you'll have the you know the you know the the dwarfs um you know the other dwarfs coming in. You know uh, Ted Cruz, <laughs> sneezy, and, sleepy, uh, happy, and yes, bashful. Right, right. Larry Hogan, Christy Nome. They'll all be jumping the. You know, joining the band bandwagon, yep. and you know, with their books. You know, I'll autograph my book if you vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you'll see. It is. It will all unfold. And as for the Democrats, I don't know. You know. President Biden's been dry, you know, dropping hints. I have to finish my job. We're going to finish the job, you know. And and you know, I've got people who say, well, um, what do we do in this case? If it's not for him, then well, then for whom? We'll have Kamala, and, and we really don't want Kamala. We don't want all these other people. And I don't know. It's uh, could be Biden. I don't know how it's could, be could Biden. yeah, could be. And this is yeah, this is it's, it's going to unfold. We you know, 2024 is. Uh, it's not here yet. We just got into 2023, so let's just sit back and enjoy the show. Yes, absolutely. Melissa, thank you. And to everyone Uh, out there, thank you very much for tuning in each and every week. Uh, Melissa, thank you, and everyone else, thank you. Um, Go to MelissaItellJoran.com, and Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa I Tell Joran Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell-Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.